Greetings. I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good. You come get the voodoo. Hey, Dan. And you are. Light be with you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? October 10th, 2021, and this is episode 725, entitled Light Versus Dark. I'm Aprilian, your host, and with me are my two awesome hocos, co-hosts, Tastrax, how are you today? Feeling uh, much better than yesterday. Yesterday was kind of a dire day, Miss uh, Constrax had a little uh, mishap and she ended up in hospital, but she's home now, so we're very grateful that uh, the doctors kind of put her back on the right track. She can get her strength back at home. Yeah, it's always... Nobody nobody likes being in hospital. Right, it's always better to be at home. Yeah. 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 Gran how are you? I'm, I'm doing fine. Got the little one back home after she's been on on uh, church um, trip for for a week and a day. So um, it was it, it was nice to to see her do stuff while they're on 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 school holiday. Mm. But it's still something else when they're like gone, and you, yeah, you never, you, you never know, and it's, it's, it's something. It's always that nagging feeling that something might happen. Right, right. I don't think that you ever lose that as a parent. So, and you're not supposed to, quite right. frankly. I mean, and especially if it's a girl. So I've, I've, I've never never had a girl before. So mm. the, the, from my ex, the, the, the two kids were both boys. So it's a completely different, different Yes, thing. it is. It's a different yeah, mindset. Yeah, I already, my, my, uh, my, one one of my cousins is a is a government hunter, like a, a, a HR person. No, no, mm-hmm. no, no. He's a he's a governmental hunter. He's like a, 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 to keep the 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 wildlife at bay. Oh. I don't know if you have something similar. Uh, oh, that's you, interesting. When they're like deer and all. The, other wildlife in like in the area, like wolves or stuff that are overrunning an area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. We have we have government government uh, 
uh, employs hunters oh. uh, to to keep those those animals uh, the population of the animals at bay. And they are uh, one of the few uh, people that uh, can legally carry guns mm. in Germany. Uh, so uh, I talked to him and said, can you get me a shotgun, please? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the little one is, 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 four, is coming up on 14 now in, 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 uh, in um, April. Mm. So, yeah, that's about the time where I'm, uh, yeah, expecting a thing like that to be a, a major necessity. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, all kidding aside, it's, 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 it's really nice to have her back home. And, oh, good. Uh, so what do we have going stay. on so, this week? So yeah, um, Brewfest is over. Brewfest is over. Dark Moon Fair is over. Yep, all that thing is over. On Monday, the Togas Unbridled Darkness is over. Mm. Um, because that's again uh, one of the things that ends on a Monday uh, for whatever reason. Um, ending on Tuesday, we have the Shadowlands Dungeon event and the PvP Brawl Pack House. And then we have the pet, starting the Pet Battle bonus event and the PvP Brawl Deep 6. Mm. Coming up, we have next week, or the, the, on starting on October the 18th, let's phrase it that way, there's Hell's End. Oh, right. So, right. if you want to... Uh, Alpha Macabre Marionette, which is a good pet, by the way. Yes. Yeah, if you want to deal with, with all that stuff, uh, going through the... the uh, all the things you need to do to get the currency to buy the, the things that you can get, or if you don't have the Headless Horseman's Mount yet. Oh, right. Um, you, can, you can go and do so. Uh, try to obtain the Headless Horseman's Mount and um, collect enough currency to buy. I think you could buy most of the, of the items uh, with, I think, two characters. I think you can't with one because um, Hello's End is one of the uh, events where we have one of those uh, items that disguise you as what's one is the Lich King and the other one, I can't remember what the other one is. Leaf, the I one think. that costs, I think, 500 currency. Mm. And that's quite a bit. Yeah, that is. So uh, I think if you want to obtain all of that, uh, then you need to do, uh, do it on 
one character um, basically do everything and then add a second character to it. So then you can probably get get most of the stuff, if not all of it. Mm. Uh, yeah, so Hell's End starts on October the 18th. Goes um, to the 31st, I'm assuming. 31st or November 1st? Yeah, November 1st is, is Day of the Dead, right? Right. Yeah, so that's the November 1st and 2nd, if I remember correctly. Uh, the Day of the Dead, so yeah. Yeah, that's the, the in-game stuff. And then we have a couple of things, not as many as we had uh, the uh, other weeks. Um, to do the candy buckets for like hundreds and hundreds of uh, characters to get the pets. Yeah, yeah, you can do all that stuff. That's correct. If you want more buckets, you can um, do that. If you, if you want your... Um, your ones and want all those achievements to uh, be um, I don't know if it's a curse or, you, or, or if you if you have to like if you're like um, I don't think the the, the trigger trigger tweet stuff that that doesn't count the same way that the, the one thing counts. So you have to use the one to turn you into all the different things uh, to, to get the achievement, if I'm correct. And then obviously you can collect the masks or you can buy them. I think they cost two, two candies. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That alone is, is is a major undertaking. Yeah. I think, yeah, we have... There's over 12 ways. masks, I think. Yeah, you, yeah, we have more. There's male and female versions. Yeah, exactly. Mm. 12, 13, 14. I don't know, I can't remember. It's like, we, yeah, we don't have the allied races as masks. So right. it might right. be that it's like 12, yeah. Four, five. Um, yeah, we have goblins. We have orcs. We have forsaken. We have blood elves. We have goblins. We have. What else do we have? Torin. Mm. Five. Is there more? I don't think so. No. For five, ten, and then Panda, Pandaren. That's yeah, yeah. six. So we have twelve. Mm. That's twenty-four. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But still, it's it's, it's still not nothing. So, a masquerade, I think. Yeah, achievement is called. Right. Like that. 
Okay, and then the pets, 450. Yeah, there's a Naxi, the Berman, Cursed Berman, and mm -hmm. uh, there's another one I can't think of the name. Yeah, the, the macabre marionette that you mentioned. Yes. So there's plenty to do. Let's just oh, put yes. it that way. Um, Yeah. So, in other news, uh, it looks like the first settlement between a government, U.S. Uh, U.S. government uh, entity and ABK has been reached. Sadly. Oh, okay. oh wonderful. Uh, I don't think so, because uh, resulting in a fund being set up. That is supposed to be designed to pay damages to victims. The amount of the funds is 18 million. So, if you think about how many potential victims there are. Oh, yeah, that's not a lot. 18 million is, uh, yeah, I would say a drop in the bucket to be on the uh, on the uh, on the side of that's really much. So yeah, it, it's I don't know how how a governmental entity can can uh, uh, how how they can do it. The people that work there, in my opinion. I don't know, yeah. What, what settlements is one thing, but mm -hmm. then, I mean, not that you can, people that are scarred for life as a victim, and my girlfriend is, she's a, a rape and abuse survivor, so I know what I'm talking about. Well, as a person that has stood by her for, quite a few years now and, and seeing how she still uh, deals with the day in and day out. It's, it's uh, no money can, can, uh, can right. help you there and can, can make it go away. So 18 million per person would be okay. Yeah. Would be a start. But Blizzard, mm. AB, ABK has still, to this day, not acknowledged the, the, the uh, demands right. from a better ABK. Still not. And then they want to pay out the 18 million for, for uh, the entirety of all of the victims in that? No. That's just something that is uh, unacceptable. Mm. Now, what makes me kind of happy is that that's only one lawsuit that has been settled. Uh, I don't know exactly which one, but I know that the SEC one is not the one, and I don't think that mm -hmm. it's the one from, from California either. So those two, if... if, if um, 
to at least the SEC one. And I believe, as I said, that it's not the California one either. So uh, if that's the case, those are the biggest ones. And uh, those are, if I'm correct, still ongoing and uh, damages uh, might still be paid. So that's at least something to be kind of happy about because I'm quite happy about that. Mm. Uh, in my opinion, they, they, they have to pay for every single cent that they can right? because that's the least they can do uh, because that's what doesn't, what bothers them least. If you look at at, uh, at Bobby Kotick, he makes hundreds of millions a year in bonuses alone. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what that ends up with um, at the end. Another departure from Activision Blizzard has been announced the other day. Uh, David Hollings, the product lead of WoW Esports, has left Activision. Nothing has been said about the uh, circumstances. The only thing is that he has uh, published a statement. Mm. Uh, I've put the, he didn't put it in a blue post apparently because all I found was a, uh, a screenshot, I would say, or something to that effect, uh, an overlay uh, of the esports logo with some people in the background um, where he says uh, today is my last day at Blizzard and then it reads the statement and then he says so what's next uh, it's a good question I'm still figuring that out so apparently he doesn't know yet mm. uh, so without uh without being a person that, that, that says he just doesn't want to tell yet, uh, it might be that, yeah, he really doesn't know yet. Might be that, that his, his departure, I, and I don't want to say anything was or was not the mm. case, Maybe he just wants to leave the, the the wanted to leave the company. He said this is too much. Maybe it was just yeah. I don't know. He he, he had a, a contract that uh, was up, and he didn't want to renew. I don't know. It's all speculation, and I don't want to go too far into speculation. So yeah, he left, and uh, we'll see 
who is going to take his place eventually. Visit esports um, is in a strange place at the moment. I know I that Fist has been promoted the other, a couple of months ago or last month or whatnot. So, and she's she's part of the 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 esports team in in at Blizzard. So there is some rotation going on there. Um, and uh, yeah, that's something where obviously we wish. The, the, uh, the people working there, the employees, the best. Uh, but again, you have to speculate as to the reasoning because of all the stuff that has happened. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that was that topic. And then, last but not least, some people have, some content creators have, have talk over the last week and a half about um, and, I've, and I've talked about this a couple of shows ago already as well mm-hmm. uh, if 9.2 is going to be the last content patch of Shadowlands uh, uh, and uh, Taliesin has made an interesting point uh, if you want to go and watch his his show, uh, his video about it, I think it's a week ago he published that, maybe maybe two weeks, um, where he mentioned that and made a chart uh, compare, uh, comparing chart of what part of con- parts multiple of content we had in the last three expansions from uh, or three and a half, like from Wad to Legion to BFA and now into Shadowlands. And he made it modular and showed that this patch, like uh, X, X.1, X.2, and X, X.3, had this, that, and the other um, types of content like a raid um, and what was in every one of the major content patches a mega dungeon was uh, in in uh, I think he said like 9.3 was the one where the mega dungeon showed up mm. most um, and then all these um, elements where he uh, uh, showed that um, the previous expansions where where these elements were located in the in the life cycle in the patch cycle of the expansions and now apparently and, and I totally agree with him they've uh, combined 9.1 or X.1 and X.2 content somewhat and X.2 and X.3 content somewhat Mm. 
So some of the things that were already um, were already there are still there, but then in 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 two and three, they've they've uh, put that uh, into nine point one, like the mega dungeon that wasn't supposed to be. I think you said that that a mega dungeon wasn't supposed to be until X point two. We had the the mega dungeon in in um, in Battle for Azeroth, we had that the Mechagon, a Mechagon and Nashatar was 8.2. And the Mega Dungeon this time was 9.1 already. So that's content that's already been forwarded one content patch which leaves a hole to fill something that you can forward from 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 a potential 9.3 to 9.2 and then combine 9.2 and 9.3 into one patch it's interesting to I mean me talking is one thing, but have it visualized, mm. I think, is a totally different thing. It's well worth a watch. So it's on it's on Telias and Evertel's uh, channel on, on YouTube. Um, and I've said already that uh, I totally see that can see that it's uh, going to happen. The only thing that they cannot combine that they have to cut and I've said that too when we when I last talked about it is a raid and I mentioned that before that uh, the Shadrath raid in uh, Wad was cut. Uh, and this is going to happen again. Mm. Uh, we're probably going to find out eventually down the road what content they did cut because they have to cut. Unless th there's one, one way that they could still do it and that were to be if they wanted to to speed up the the um, the um, cycle of the um, um, the implementation cycle, the release cycle of the patch, where I could see that they made something uh, kind of um, the mini dungeons that we had. We had the Crucible of Storms in uh, Battle for Azeroth. We had, um, what was the other one? Uh, the uh, Red 
the, the ruby shrine in, uh, in Wrath of the Lich King, those mini dungeons with like a couple of bosses. And they could like compact a dungeon into, or to like tell the, uh, a brief version of the story uh, by just implementing the last, let's just say that they want to deal with Sylvanas finally, like kill her off. Right. Hope I hope that is not going to happen, but you can see that oh yeah, she's she she's going to be uh she she escapes from her from her uh, captors because I, I get it that she's eventually going to be uh, held captive, much like uh, Garrosh has. Mm. Um, and then eventually she gets away. Let's just say she gets away like Garrosh has. And then they catch up with her like they did with Garrosh. But this time there is no, this time there is no thrall to kill her. But we I'll are all going to kill her. <laughs> yeah. So we are, normally there would be a, a, a raid of some kind with, again, eight, ten bosses. But this time, there are only going to be maybe two bosses, like or three, much like the the uh, the, the Odin one, the the Vela. I can't remember what what the name of the thing was. The place was in uh, in in Legion mm. where you fought Odin first, right? And then you went down and and. Uh, Took out Valor. What? Halls of Valor. No, Halls of Valor was was uh, was a dungeon. But okay, anyway. Um, uh, so that type of of condensing content mm. might still happen, where you have. Remember when we had. Uh, we had Ice Crown Citadel first, and all of a sudden, because we had four major content patches in in BFA, oh no, not in BFA in in in, um, in uh, the Burning Crusade, we had uh, the island, we had uh, we had the Sunwell mm-hmm. as the last one. And everyone was thinking, oh, is there going to be a dungeon after? But there can't be because, because we've dealt with the Lichkin. And then all of a sudden, the Ruby Dragon Shrine came into play, where we kind of got the hint at, at the, uh, the Void, and Helion came in, and that was like the precursor to the to all of the um, things that didn't happen mm. in, in in Cataclysm, uh, because everything that Cataclysm was revolved around Deathwing. We had a little uh, timey wimey wibbly wobbly stuff in the in the three. Dungeons in uh, in caverns of time, 
and some was kind of voidy, void touched, but still all of that was still not enough uh, to, to go full on void and full out old God mm. on that. But where it's still, Halion was still teased as, oh, we are going to take care of the deal with the old gods now and the void stuff, which they then backtracked on. But what if they were to take, quote unquote, take care of the issue with, uh, with the jailer, with the wall now in 9.2 proper, have him probably not, not killed. We're not going to kill the wall. Um, but have deal with him in whatever way they deem uh, okay. And then after that, have a kind of cataclysmic scenario right. that breaks Sylvana's prison and she slips away. Something like that. And then we run after her and catch her, something like that. And that, that then the events of that, much like the Hellion fight and the void uh, hints we got there, lead us into what's in 10 point, what's to come in 10.0. Mm. Something to that effect. That is what I could see happening in 9.2 if we were not to get a 9.3 proper with a proper big mm. 10 boss fight raid something. So that, I think that is for me the, the idea, which is kind of easy to make, doesn't require a, a, another a content patch, but it still, it still carries forward the story and gives us more to do, gives us another fight, another two or three bosses. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's for me that's that's something that I really could see them doing. Right. I think with that we can we can go into our weeks, eh? All right. I've had a fantastic weekend. Wow, it's Thank um, God. very comforting. <laughs> Those battlegrounds where you're not necessarily putting out more damage, but you feel like you're contributing more by pushing all the buttons all at once. <laughs> bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Constructs, how was your week in WoW and other gaming? I didn't have much time for other games this week to focus mainly on WoW. Mm. I'm leveling Alchemy on a, another server again. It's, you never have too many alchemists. Nope. You know, transmutes are a, a thing that has to happen. And I went to the auction house and I bought all the herbs at one gold. And I bought all the herbs at three gold. 
then the herbs started being 10 gold each. And I'm like, nope, not doing it. Well, people can follow, like, if they're selling herbs, they can see all the herbs you're buying and then jack up the price on their other herbs before you get to um, max out your alchemy. So they they could see I was uh, buying all there was. So, uh, yeah, they raised up the price on the auction house, which is what you do if you're an auctioneer and a goblin. (laughs) So, um, Wait, you're a goblin? You're a holy now? I'm I'm on a torn druid, so I'm collecting herbs the old the old school way, flying around in my three ten speed because I don't have unlimited resources. I had just enough gold to buy the three ten speed. Now I got about four thousand gold left. Wow! So I spent a thousand gold to get alchemy to like one fifty, I think. Yeah, 165. So it wasn't too bad. And uh, what I was doing is I was flying between the auction house and the alchemist uh, trainer dude. So people could see the, uh, the the ticks on the herbs I was buying. And it was steadily leveling in, uh, in complexity of recipes. So now I've farmed for an hour, an hour and a half. For the uh, the uh, the herbs, and I went from herbalism twelve to herbalism uh, one two oh two. Oh, nice! Not too nice. bad. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I picked herbs that were appropriate to my alchemy recipes along the way, so I don't have to spend so much on the auction house. I was yeah. in Southern Barrens picking up Goldthorn because that's a it's kind of a, a stumbling block when you level up to me. You need a, like a fairly decent amount of gold thorn. Otherwise, you have to spend ungodly amounts of gold buying herbs on the auction house. Right. And now the um, the herb that I'm going to need a lot of to max out alchemy, I know, it's called blindweed. So I'm at Jade Mere Lake in the Polaris. Uh, Polaris. And there, you just fly little circles around the lake, and there's lots and lots of um, of uh, blind meat growing everywhere. Right now, I'm getting the stems, but because I'm at 200 and uh, herbs are closely packed together, at 235, I'm going to start getting the um, the actual herbs themselves. You get multiple of once your herb picking is enough. Uh, and it's climbing up quite quickly. I'm already at 212, and uh, like one circle around the lake, you get uh, 15 or 20 points because the herbs are packed together. You can follow the rivers, but the rivers are as consistent as the lake is. Um, oh, that Feralis Lake, you take that any day. It's so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'm doing that, and um, I was talking to Lost Cause about uh, buying and selling pets. And he's saying that he has a lot of duplicates on uh, Earthen Ring. And uh, Earthen Ring market is kind of hit miss. You have to, um, because there's so many people in the community helping each other out there Mm -hmm. that they don't really need all the pets and 
uh, there's a lot of competition for duplicates. So it's hard to get like a good price on Earthen Ring for certain things. Um, so we're chatting back and forth and uh, he was uh, he was saying he has another server that he's held on, but like he doesn't go for a lot of gold on the duplicates. And I, I understand that. I, I try and do pet sales on certain markets, but um, you have you have to have like a niche if you're going to sell a lot. Like you have to sell one third the price on a pet you have an abundant quantity of. Like you buy the pet for eight hundred gold, you sell it for four thousand, something like that. So mm-hmm. where everybody else is selling it for twelve thousand, but um, I don't level the pets. I just sell level ones because. Anybody can buy a level one. If you buy, have a level four pet, only somebody who's leveled a pet to 25 can buy the pet. So you restrict your list of customers. So are uh, you sure about that? Yes, you can't. You can't, you can't. learn a pet if you if you haven't got at least one pet to 25. Mm-hmm, but you can still buy it. You can buy it, but you can't learn it because you said you can't buy it. You can't oh, learn it. You can't learn it. Yeah, okay. So I, I try to sell the, um, the level one pets because then I have a wider base of customers who can learn the pet. I try to make useful things, useful advances in the, um, the uh, my contributions to WoW. I don't try and reinvent the wheel and sell something people already have. I try to diversify and sell things people want like things they don't already have so that they'll uh, they'll buy my goods mm. and uh, like I, I don't do transmog very much it's not it's not a thing I sell I sell it because it's useful to somebody not because I can make 20,000 gold with an item and I'm already at 228 for um, herbing so another seven points i'll be able to uh learn the rest the uh the herb picking for blindweed so i'll get multiple drops on that um and in the process of picking up these herbs i've got 16 blind so you know like it goes super fast it was like 188 or 160 something and now i have 16 line weed because you combine 10 stems to do one stock. Um, I'm also looking for the uh, the what's it called? That uh, camel statue in oh. the Uldum mm-hmm. or Brilliant uh, to learn the mount if, she, if I can find it. Then I can call her real quick to uh, come and uh, click on the statue. Then she'll be teleported to fight the camel hoarder, which is a short fight, but uh, it's um, fairly easy on a high level. And then you get the reins of the white camel. Now, are, you, bad. are you local loser? Am I what? Local loser? No, I'm nefarious. Nefarious. I, I I have a 
Thorn Druid at Playboard Side. Okay. And uh, it's not too hard. Um, farming with a druid is so fast. Mm, like picking okay. herbs, it goes to plus 15 on the skill, so you can level quickly without having to train every, uh, every um, expansion right away. You can train into the next one. That's convenient. Oh, uh, Lost Cause is saying that's that's him. Oh, okay. Thing. All right, thank you, Check Lost Cause. Mail. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's why I asked. <laughs> we'll talk about that in my, my segment. Awesome. Um, yeah, not too, not too bad of a day out here. I got lots of herbs, and I need to level out to me so I can farm the recipe for vials of sands when I uh, have time to spare on my vacation because I have a week of vacation this week. Uh, thanks to my spouse and my employer being very generous and working with me to um, help help her um, recover from her week in hospital. Because, you know, whenever you go to hospital, it's hard. sometimes you don't come out better. You come out harder, harder position than you do going in. And they try to help you as best as they're able, but... Uh, Home is the place you can recover the best. Um, I'm wondering when I'm going to have time to do the pets in Uldum or mm. um, the Battle for Azeroth thing because you can level um, you can level to fight the legendary pets in uh, in Uldum and also the Veil of Eternal Blossoms, but I kind of didn't really enjoy those two areas when I was doing it because the um, the mobs were just a little bit too tough for my rogue. So mm. I, I kind of didn't level those reputations up. I um, put up another baddie on the auction house. Hasn't been bought yet. So I'm hoping that somebody will see that I'm undercutting deeply, but everybody can get baddie who does the, uh, the vent deers. So it's just a matter of whether they can buy and resell it. Uh, I sold two medallions of the Legion for 5,000 gold each, oh. which is weird because somebody was selling them for 1,500 gold. But when I looked on the auction house, I saw there was three medallions for 8,000 gold. So what that tells me is that somebody just bought mine and relisted it, oh. which I don't have a problem with. I sold mine for the price I wanted, and they got they got their desirable goods for whoever's going to buy it off them. So it's a win-win. <laughs> They're happy. I'm happy. Everybody's happy. Hmm. The auction house in WoW is not, doesn't have a cap. Like you can sell whatever you want for whatever price you want. And you can do the shuffle on the herbs when you find out that somebody's leveling alchemy to try and make a little bit more gold off their stash. Right. Um, it's just a matter of uh, uh, picking your battles. And there's a thing called the Steam Pools in um, Polaris. That is where, when you click on the camel figurine, you get hurled to. You get hurled to, oh. you get thrown out of the zone to the Polaris Steam Pools. And in the steam pools, you have this big guy holding a camel, and that's who you have to beat up. The camel horde. Not too hard of a deal. <laughs> um, 
I'm doing archaeology at the same time because why not? <laughs> I oh. haven't gone very far. I I act actually at archaeology 24, but there's no point to level it until your alchemy reaches the old uh, 425, 450 because of panoptic jars, if you open them and then they'll have mummified organs. You want to have the alchemy already at 525 just right, to ensure to make use of it to right ensure away. that mm. it you can click on it and you can learn the recipe here you know you don't want to learn the canoptic jar on a character that doesn't do alchemy because that's that's like a, a waste <laughs> it's um i i've only found two people who got it on their first try there's my buddy who was um a hunter alchemist mm. who would do all my transmutes for me before I, I leveled any alchemists up. And he was, he was just incredibly lucky. His first day of doing archaeology, he got, he grinded it all the way to uh 525 and his first canopic door he opened, he got, he got the recipe for the mount. So I was like, congratulations. That's Wow, huge. that's unbelievable. Yeah. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Right. A lot of people do four or five jars. Like typically when I uh when I do a new character, I learn it on the fifth jar or so. Like that's that's how the odds roll for me. Mm -hmm. Um my first time doing it on my uh warrior, I was doing it wrong. I was completing every puzzle as soon as I could. And the recipe just wasn't dropping. So what I did is I um, I gathered enough fragments to complete multiple projects at once, mm. and that seemed to unbottle the um, the uh, the uh, random matrix, as it were. <laughs> I got lucky on the uh, the drop, usually on on the fifth jar or so, and uh, the first. First time I, I searched for a vial of the sand recipe, it took me seven months. So that was, uh, that was a lot of digging. Yeah. And every time after that, it was a little bit less. So it's a it's a matter of how you prepare yourself, how you um, you do your your digging. Like if you do ten hours of digging a day, eventually you're gonna get there. But uh, you gotta have the time to invest, and uh, you know those. Long play sessions. I, I don't have as many of those. I usually have more an hour, two hours to do um, while watching a movie. Mm. Um, I watched Priest last night. I thought it was pretty good. Mm. I still haven't finished it. Um, don't tell me the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all about vampires and stuff. And it's not. It's not what I thought the movie was going to be. Because there's the actor who does uh, McCoy from Star Trek. The movie's ten years old, so it's mm. not like nobody's watched it yet. It's like, right, it right. Is... There's not you're not spoiling anything. Yeah, I'm not spoiling anything for anybody. It's well done. Uh, there's good punchlines and good fight scenes. Uh, not too much violence. Not too much swearing, which mm. is good. Not any gratuitous square. Yeah, they're not uh, going overboards with the the uh, that um, mentality that you have to swear at everything. Um, 
It's not like the the new Marvel heroes that are just uh, <laughs> Potty hammering mouth. the point home or whatever. Mm. Um, I'm in Uldum right now. I flew over from uh, Falaris. Mm. If I find the statue, you'll be hearing some screams. Hurry, hurry! <laughs> <laughs> so I hope uh, Aprilian or or April or uh, Astara is. Uh, able to come i'll be able i'll be telling you whether it's war mode on or war mode off. okay it makes a difference if it's war mode on then you have to be an overmaster or mode on right right so that, you can just step through the portal then yes yes but the the um if, if you have to turn it off it's handy because you can just turn it off in the rest of the area but Turning it on is the only place to do it is Obermar or Stormwind. Mm-hmm. Which means you're in a, a uh, protected area. Mm. And that's pretty much been my week. I have uh, lots of little projects. No big overarching projects. It's just a matter of um, keeping the goal ticking along and um, doing little things to uh, entertain myself because my first priority is. Uh, this is constructs. Right. Uh, real life first, you know, if I have to drop everything, help her out, I do that. And uh, she's really, really good to me, so I don't want to let her down. Um, she needs my help sometimes. So that's it for me. Thank you. All right. your week in gaming? My week in gaming has been great. It spans across virtual reality, Final Fantasy XIV, and of course, World of Warcraft. Uh, Light versus Dark has to do with uh, Population One, which um, is the VR game that I play a lot of. I mean, an awful lot of. Uh, And they have a new uh, game mode out where when you log in for the first time, once this, um, they have these little seasons. So it, this is called Light versus Dark. And it's interesting because you have to choose a side and a path. It's, it's a lot like um, World of Warcraft and, um, you know, what you, feel, what you pick for your warrior or your demon hunt, you know, your warlock or whatever. So, it's, so you, you can either pick light or dark. And depending on which one you pick, you get um, a reward at the end of the season. And you also get... The object is to go and get these crystals for your, your side. And once you collect 30 crystals, you're able to get the um, skin that's for that session. And it's interesting because the current skin for the dark side is... It's a male with blonde hair. I'll put a picture in the show notes. But it looks a lot like Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then the other side is another man with um, 
a light uh, camouflage, which is what I chose. And then at the end, supposedly, you're going to be able to change the map. So there's a whole bunch of stuff going on when you join in a game and you want to know, are you light versus dark? Because if you see one of your teammates who's on the other light side or the dark side that you're not on, then you want to get that crystal before he gets it or she gets it. So it's bringing in a different kind of thing to it. And it's interesting. Um, and I went for light because I didn't want to be Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> uh, and, and it also, you know, it's analogous to a lot of games, Horde versus, um, uh, what's that other side? Oh, Alliance. <laughs> Uh, and um, it's just interesting because that's a common thread, you know, within a game to kind of set up the sides. Now, in Final Fantasy fourteen, is there a side? Are there two different? No. No. Okay. So you're just. And I've been playing an awful lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. Although, hmm, it is a very graphic, intense game. So. It's interesting because I can play World of Warcraft at work on my um, iPhone, and I don't get that much of a of uh, um, usage. But mm -hmm. Final Fantasy fourteen takes up a lot. So because I guess because mm -hmm. it's so graphic, graphic intensive, it must do much more in as far as uploading, downloading. Yeah. Uh, information. Um, I am learning a lot about Final Fantasy fourteen, and it's interesting because when you die, you go. It seems like it takes me back to my home. It takes you back to where your Hearthstone is set. Okay, yes. as opposed to a nearby graveyard. Okay, I'm there are no graveyards. Right, that? right. There's a lot to learn. I did download um, some of the game manuals. Hopefully that'll help me, and I'll spend some time studying that. But I do like the graphics. I did make a mistake um, last week because I wasn't paying attention to, and as far as anything here, you really have to read. It's not like, mm -hmm. um, it's not like wow, you can just click through. Um, I made a mistake because I picked uh, an eye patch because I thought it would be cute. For her to wear an eye patch, but apparently it's not um, as, uh, appropriate for her species. So I have to figure hmm. out. So I have to sell it instead of wearing it. So you can go and uh, eventually uh, you can go and buy gear in the um, in the vendors area. They have quite, quite, uh, quite an assortment of gear that you okay. can buy. Um, especially if you picked, say you you have the choice of three different uh, pieces of gear for mm -hmm. three different slots, and you pick one, and you say, oh, this other one is an upgrade too. And you go to a vendor, to the vendor, and buy that other one, too. Oh, okay. So it's a learning experience. Yeah. So one it's other thing I wanted to um, share with you guys was that 
I went to hang out with my family last night, uh, yesterday. Um, actually, we had to... <sighs> Life is so weird. We had to go and clean out my father's um, house, the attic, specifically. Mm -hmm. And so we went to Yonkers, and I bought both of my headsets because I wanted to see what it would be like. Um, can you do uh, screen sharing? Because I want to share a video. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So um, there is a boxing game. And this is my nephew. <laughs> can you see the, can you see it? I can see it, yes. Okay. So this shows you a lot about what... It's so funny because when you're in the VR, you're not realizing, <laughs> you know, what you're doing. can't he... see it on stream, though. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't show on the stream. Oh, it doesn't show on the stream? Oh. No. Because, because uh, All right. it's not... not set up like that. Okay. It, it's not set. It's not set set up as a scene, as a part of a scene. Okay. Anyway, so my nephew did boxing last night, and he really enjoyed it. And then we went into rec room, and um, it was interesting because I was afraid that it would be awkward for him. And as you could, you two saw, he looked very natural boxing. Mm -hmm. And when he got into the game that we were playing in Rec Room, he was very comfortable. So it's funny because, you know, this is a new, um, a new environment, a new technology, and um, we are sometimes, af I'm afraid of sharing with someone and it's not the experience that I get, and then they don't enjoy it and they never tried it again. But he seemed to really enjoy it, and it was, mm -hmm. um, it was a lot of fun. So that's, that's I wanted to show that. But um, he was playing Thrill of the Fight, which is a, a boxing game that I actually play every night for exercise. It's a very intense thing. I'm, for 12 minutes, I'm boxing four rounds, three minutes each, and it feels like I'm connecting. Uh, and I guess that's about what I've been doing this week. April is um, coming up on... 58, right? Nice. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying not to let her, I'm sorry, 57. I'm trying not to let um, get too far ahead. We did do um, Dark Moon Fair last week along with another tune, oh, Tia, because Tia was, uh, is a skinner, and that was fun. Uh, and I didn't do enough of Brewfest. But I'm hoping... Did he or did the quest not grant you as much XP once you're uh, past 50? What quest? The quest for Dark Moon Fair. Oh. It's still nine or 8,000, and I like to get the rebuff. Okay, I thought it was less for less some reason. Less than nine or eight? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Hmm. I'll look at the video from last week and see what it was. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was like, uh, it was still nice, and the wee buff, the wee buff is nice, too. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to Hollow's End and Pet Battle bonus because that's always good. Yeah. And, uh, and I chose Light on Population One. I did want to say something about um, online gaming and um, abuse and kids. Um, last week, I was in a game in Population One with someone who appeared to be not even a teenager who made uh, racist and homophobic remarks, and it was very disturbing. I did report them, but I just don't understand why you would want to do that. You think you're hiding behind the anonymity, uh, anonymity of the Internet? Um, it reminded me a lot of early um, Ogremar trade chat. <laughs> but, yeah, let's, let's just have fun and not, you know, try to hurt people. <laughs> yeah. And that's been my week. I find it very, very easy to be true. I I'm on a of other things with Grand Nagus. Grand Nagus, what have you been up to this week? Well, um, I've been fishing quite a bit. Fishing? Fishing, yes. Ocean fishing. Actual IRL? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. But uh, before we get to that, mm. Have I talked about ocean fishing before? No, you have not. Okay. I have not. Okay, before we do that, um, I'm going to talk about uh, a wow add-on that got my attention the other day when Perrotin in his, one of his streams mm. talked about it. Um, we have different websites where we can go and uh, basically plot a course for mount farmers. Mm. If you want to say, yeah, I uh, want to farm as many, well, farm as many mount as possible in the shortest amount of time mm. or as an efficient as efficient as possible. Um, is, uh, there are a couple of... Uh, one is, I think it's called Simple Armory. And it has a feature where you basically load your character into the, on, to the website and it'll, it'll know what mounts you own, mm. which ones you don't. And then you can tell the website, um, show me the most efficient way to farm for mounts that I don't have. And it will 
come up with a basically a a a, a route mm. for you to uh, you start at your capital and then for instance if you're hoard it'll tell you probably if you don't own Onyxia to go from uh, from Okuma down to Gaswala Marsh to go to uh, Onyxia there and then continue on to Uldum, something to that effect mm. because that's the most efficient way, the shortest way the closest um, one. So that feature is not part of the add-on that I want to talk about, that uh, routing. Mm. But what this add-on, it's called Mount Collection Log, short MCL abbreviation. If you enter the abbreviation MCL into the search um, you can you'll get uh, the appropriate the the, the add-on shown as well. Mm. But Mount Collection Lock is the name of it. What it does is it gives you a window. Uh, first of all, it gives you a, I think it's a blue button in your Mount Journal. When you hit that. Um, you click that, it'll open a window with uh, tabs at the bottom that represent the various expansions of the game. And then in each tab has the respective mounts uh, shown as icons, as their icons. Oh, nice. Uh, the activated icons, if you own the mount, and if you don't, then it's like red tinted out. Um, you can still see the icon, but it's like there's that red tint over it, much mm. like when you can't equip an item or whatnot. Um, so... And you can tap between the different expansions and see if you know the mount that you're looking for. And it will give you, uh, if you mouse over the respective icons, mm. it will tell you um, where it's from. So if it's a rep mount, rep related mount, if it's a drop, if it's a vendor mount, all that info is available as well. So let's say you are interested in farming for Wrath of the Lich King mount. Mm. Uh, you click on the Wrath of the Lich King tab in the, in the window for Wrath of the Lich King opens and it'll tell you you don't own any just for argument's sake you don't any you don't own any mounts uh, when you mouse over the red prototype it will tell you uh, it's a rep related mount if you mouse over the timeless pro timeless time lost prototype it will tell you it's a drop mm. if you oh. mouse over if you mouse over the uh, 
Bron uh, the the bronze dragon. No, uh, the the no. Sorry, if you mouse over the the rusted prototype, it will tell you it's an uh, achievement related um, mount from Ulduar. If you uh, mouse over Invincible, it will tell you that it's a drop from Arthas in ICC, and so on and so on. Uh, so it's, it's basically really, a fount of information. Yes. I really, really like this add-on a lot. So I thought, yep, sure, I'm going to talk about that. Um, and, uh, again, if you want the uh, routing feature, that's not part of the add-on. It might get there eventually. Mm. The, per, the author said if you uh, write in the, in the description, if you know of anything that you... If he writes any ideas or improvements are welcome, feel free to message me again. There you go. So, yeah. Uh, if people ask for a feature like that in the, in the add-on, if it's possible, mm. why not? Right. uses the simple Armory API already. Or, no, sorry. Um, it follows a similar layout to the simple Armory uh, using the in-game API instead. So I misread that. Um, so yeah, it's, it, again, it's, it's uh, similar to that. So question is, can it be adapted to um, perform a task like that, like the routing? Oh, I'm sorry, it's like the middle of the night, so yeah. Right, right, and it's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, um, it's uh, something where... Um, it, it's a great, great first step already. Uh, so we'll see what happens uh, with later with later uh, versions of it. Mm. So yeah, again, mount collection log MCL for short. Um, both the abbreviation and the full name, obviously, are leading you to the add-on if you search for them, respectively. Okay. At least all the sources, all, all that that uh, have, like the um, cursed client and the wow app um, client, they they both do that. Mm. So yeah. As for my weekend, wow, as I mentioned briefly earlier. Um, oh, your weekend gaming. My weekend gaming, correct. <laughs> Thank you. Um, is um, um, I've been 
been on 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 a few boats. Oh. So so uh, if you want to in Final Fantasy fourteen, if you want to level your fishing, um, there is one additional element versus the other two gathering professions, which are obviously mining and um, botany, right. which is herbalist. It's called botanist because you just we you don't only pick herbs. It's kind you of a mixture trees. of alchemy. No, you chop trees as well. Oh, you chop trees. Oh, yes. So with with um, with, and I've been talking with constructs about this as well. In Final Fantasy XIV, you have two different type of no- nodes. You have, as a botanist, you have a tree, and then you have a um, ground-level uh, plants that you can uh, so gather. So when you, when you chop a tree, do you get wood? Yes, you get wood, oh. and you get berries and what other stuff grows on the tree like, oh. like apples and pears oh, oh, and yes. stuff like that and if you uh, pick a, a or you use uh, you use a a, uh, mm. a scythe to gather the, the, the ground level stuff mm. um, if you do that you gain other stuff like Ground, ground-based uh, stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's it, it's really, really interesting. Um, so, if you have like berries growing on 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 uh, on the ground, and and uh, and bushes, and stuff like that. Right, you can harvest. Yeah, you can harvest exactly, and the same thing with with uh, with a um, with a miner. You have a, a a proper can't remember the term, but you have two different types of nodes. You have I would I would think that in WoW. In the last few expansions, I think we started in Legion with having deposits and seams. And it's kind of the same thing. (coughs) One is like an open node thing, and one is more like part of the mountain range or whatnot, or part of something where you can dig it out or whatnot. Oh, okay. A star system that was tied to quest lines, which not not too many people were fond of. So, and and the same kind of thing uh, works in um, in fishing, though it doesn't matter um, with with the botanist. 
and the minor. It doesn't matter where you are, whatever you have, you can gather. If you come across a, a, a tree, you can chop it down. If you come across a bush, you can harvest it. Mm. With a fisher, you can go and fish at the locations that you uncover in your fishing log, where you have to like basically log your fishing pools and then it'll it'll create an entry in your fishing log and tell you this fish I caught there and this fish I caught here. Mm -hmm. So it's like uh, and then for reference purposes you can then later um, go and see oh yeah I need this fish now to create that food for that stat or to sell it. Where do I go? And then you look in your fishing log. Oh, yeah, that was over there. So then you go um, out and, and, and fish it up. And you need, this is where it gets interesting as well, you need... Not, not special, but you need uh, lures play a whole different oh, that's uh, part. Right? So you can't catch every type or every fish with any lure. It's got to be, be special fish lures to, Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Not, yeah, not quite specific, but, but, but somewhat specific. In a certain range. Yeah, if you have a lure or you have a bobber, some fish take a bite on a bobber as well as a lure. Mm. And, and some have a, a range of two or three uh, lures that they, that, they, um, that they can be caught with. So it's really, the problem is though you, ne you don't know in advance. And that's something that I'm... I don't really like because you have to do research as to, oh, I want to go and catch this fish now, but I don't have the entry yet because I haven't caught it yet. Oh. So you always need to estimate, guess, whatever you want to call it, or go outside the game to a website. Mm to find out what um, what you want to uh, or what you what you need um, with regards to um, a lure or a barber a lure or a barber exactly um, a cool website to do that is called ff14angler.com. Um, I'm going to put it in the show notes for people to um, to see, mm -hmm. to, to go to. All right. Um, it's interesting that um, 
Final Fantasy has the same kind of mechanics available for that we've had at WoW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, on top of that, as I was mentioning with with botany, you have trees you can chop and bushes you can you can harvest. And those that you can do 24-7, no problem. There's no limit as long as they spawn. Mm. And they respawn every couple of minutes. So that's not an issue. With fishing, it's completely different. You can go to a lake or a river and start fishing. And you fish and fish and fish. You have the right lure, bobber, whatnot. You fish and fish and fish. All of a sudden, up pops a message. The fish have grown tired of you, basically. They know you, you're you there and they don't care about you anymore. Something to that effect. They, they've they called onto your tricks. Something like that. Oh, no. So it's time to move on, the message says. So eventually, you won't get any more bites. That's wow. one of the issues you have. So you can't just go and farm a thousand fish because the 347th fish is going to say a trillion. You've been trying to catch me those 346 times. I'm not going I'm not going to bite on your lure anymore. So they, they they're self-aware basically. Oh they are yeah. They go, no, 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 nope, not today, not, today. not anymore. Mm. So, yeah, that's one aspect of, of uh, Final Fantasy XIV fishing. Mm. The other part is ocean fishing. And that is an event. An event that has a max group size of 24 as a normal raid in Final Fantasy XIV has. You have three different, well, technically four. You have normal raids. You, ha you have three different, four, four different group sizes. You have light party, which is four, which is a normal group. Like, WoW has five and I mentioned this before, has a standard group size of five. A tank, a healer, and three DPS in WoW. With Final Fantasy XIV, you have one tank, one healer, and two DPS. Light group. And you have a... What's it called? can't remember. The, the, the uh, big group. Tank? It's called something, called something else. Uh, but uh, uh, that's a double. Okay. It's basically two groups working together. Oh, okay. Like, um, kind of like a people. raid. No, 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 no. Uh, uh -huh. Not yet. Um, so that's the full group. That's what it's called. The full group. Uh, because now we get into raids, and raids are three times full group, 24. Wow. 
So a raid consists of independent groups or independent full groups. They have their own loot. They have their own loot roles. So if you, in WoW, go into a 25-man, which is the closest to 24, that's why, I'm, why I take that as an example. You go into a 25-man raid and you kill a boss or get loot in other ways. You, Oprilian, you contracts and Grenadiers have to roll. We all have to roll against each other plus 22 other people to see if which one of the 25 rolled the highest on every piece of gear that drops. There's one boss and one boss alone and every piece of gear is available to loot for everyone. That's wow. Final Fantasy fourteen has, as I said, three groups of six, uh, of eight, sorry, which is a full group, independent in, in, uh, in the loot and in the role. So the three of us are all in one group. Mm. That means we only have five quote-unquote competitors to roll with mm. because our full group contains of eight people, consists of eight people. We each get our own loot. Each of the three full groups get their own loot. So you don't have to roll against 24 other people, but only against seven other people for the loot that is dropped. And each full group gets their own loot. Oh, wow. So I think that's quite a bit better. Right. Um, so yeah, that's that that's uh, the loot system in in, uh, in Final Fantasy fourteen. But back to the ocean fishing. Mm. Um, so again, there you have your your um, three times eight uh, groups that go in go on board the the ship. Um, go out on the sea and stop three times. It's a roughly 20-minute event. Okay. It's, it's like a scenario? Oh, it's... A, mm, mm. Basically, what you do is you, you, you go on the boat and then it stops three times for you to fish seven minutes Six or seven minutes. Seven minutes would mean it's 21 minutes, but okay, anyway. Um, seven minutes for as many as high-quality fish as you can get and gather points and experience if you're not max level already. Mm. 
my my condition um, at the moment I'm when I when I logged out um, last Sunday um, my after the show my fish uh, my my fisher was 42 I believe so then I went and uh, leveled her, leveled the uh, um, the profession, uh, and with um, Final Fantasy fourteen, you get um, roughly every five levels you get a job quest or a class quest depending upon if you what level you are but a special quest um, uh, those quests and my ocean fishing alone took me to now just before the show 69 uh, wow. I haven't been doing ocean fishing all the time obviously but the fact that my uh, fishing job is not my highest job, and this is another thing that I was made aware of the other day, um, whatever your highest job is on a character mm -hmm. determines um, how high another job on that same character can be before a bonus goes away that you get. So you get a, I think, 100% or 200% bonus. I can't remember which of the two. Quite a significant bonus to help your lower level jobs or classes, depending upon what level you are, catch up to your high, to your highest level job or class. So my currently highest job is my white mage, my healer, at level 71. That means that any task that awards me experience on any job that is not level 71 yet will give me that 100 or 200% bonus for whatever I do, if I understood what the person that said that uh, uh, was saying. That is huge. That is absolutely huge. Imagine you have a max level character and wow, and you start a new character. And all of a sudden, that new character, until it's max level, gets 100% experience bonus, or, or even 200. Yeah, that is big. Just because it's not max level. And then you have quite a few other things still um, that 
reward you ex uh, experience bonuses. But that's beside the point. No, the, the thing is that currently under the conditions that my my Fisher is is working with, she gains about two levels per fishing trip. Wow. Mm-hmm. So if that is uh, going to end at level 71, then it's going to be down to about one level. But still, I still only have nine levels to go then to get to max level to level 80. Um, which is really, it's really a, a nice way and it's an easy way. And that's where, again, where, where, where lures come in mm. because ocean fishing is a... It's a science in of itself. It seems like it, yes. No, you haven't heard anything yet. Trust me. Well, the whole fishing Fish. thing seems like a... Fishing, you, you've noticed that when you play Final Fantasy fourteen, you've noticed that the day and night cycle is quite fast. Yes. It's about an hour per day, which means that you have the chance to catch fish that are available at night as well as at daytime oh. within a certain um, short period of time. Uh, meaning it doesn't take you long to to be eligible to fish it if it's night fishing, mm. but you only have a certain quite short period of time because nighttime is not the longest part of the day, usually. So there's this and that. Now add to it the weather. If you have a fish that is only available, wow, if I remember correctly, has only summertime and wintertime fishing right. uh, uh, differences, where you have the summer bass and the winter squid. Um, but those, those are six months proper because we have day and night cycles that are our life cycles. Mm. So it's not it's not sped up. Um, imagine if you need and we have we have um, in in Final Fantasy fourteen you have clear weather you have foggy weather you have rain and you have uh, I think one two three rain thunder four different types of weather. Wow. You have an NPC that tells you what weather is upcoming that you can go to, and it's only, 
the weather is only there to make fishing harder. <laughs> Might be that you think that it's, it's the effects are cool, sure, okay, yeah. And the weather effects of wow are cool too, yeah, sure. But the all, only in-game relevance that I know of is fishing. So if you have fish that requires nighttime thunder, just as an example, nighttime and thunder weather, right. you might have to wait a couple of hours if that's enough for those to overlap, those two conditions. And then you only have, yeah, a max of 15, 20 minutes to catch the fish that you need. So there are, oh, that's quite interesting, but that's still not ocean fishing. In, in ocean fishing, um, you have basically a calendar it's not a calendar, it's a guide because it's it, there's a website um, that's called Ocean Fishing, if I remember correctly. Um, it's called Lulu's Tools. Mm. Uh, if, you, if you search for it, uh, but uh, you can you can find it and that tells you the upcoming voyages the next 10 voyages it'll tell you so it tells you because they're on a cycle it's destination plus daytime oh okay there's no weather in that but but the weather is just I just talked about that because it's a rel it, it's relevant to fishing in general. But so, for instance, um, in eight hours, we leave for Rotano Sea at daytime. Then we have. Um, uh, and then you have the four destinations that are um, that are in the rotation. Uh, the Galadian Bay at sunset, Southern Strait of Meritor at nighttime, mm. and then the Rotano Sea at daytime, and then it goes to the next three. They again have daytime, night, and and uh, sunset, sunrise. Those four, five, I don't know exactly how many uh, they cycle through. And depending upon the mix of conditions you need and locations, you need different bait. And if you don't have the right bait, you don't catch as many, many high-quality fish, 
And there is another thing in the ocean fishing where you can get, you can catch special spectral fish under the right conditions again, meaning the right bait and luck. Um, and if you catch a spectral fish, the right kind of spectral fish, there is a chance that a spectral anomaly will appear that greatly increases the quality of the fish you catch and the speed in which you catch the fish. So it shortens the duration of the casting and reeling in um, a process. So where before it could take, what, 20 seconds, it only takes five seconds now, if that. So, and the quality of the fish are very much higher where you caught maybe a two-star fish. Now you catch a four and five-star fish on a regular basis. Um, and then on top of that, you even have quests to do. So you have to catch uh, five sharks and five three-star fish and uh, 13 th uh, legendary uh, um, catches because a catch is not merely a catch. That wouldn't be Final Fantasy fourteen. A catch can be a catch with one, two, or three exclamation marks above your head making them more difficult to reel in the more exclamation marks there are. Mm. And the number three, the one with three is, I think, considered a legendary um, catch. Um, so, so again, so, and I'm sorry to, to make your head hurt, but it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's, really, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, it, it's complicated, but it's so much fun. Right. And and the cool thing is, on on top of all of this, you can even get a mount as a reward. Oh wow! Yeah, you can get a flying shark because every mount can fly in the game. Oh. I haven't reached it yet because. At the end of each voyage, um, each fish you catch, each um, each quest you complete, objective you complete, uh, awards points. Oh, okay. And the more points, obviously, the better. Uh, five thousand points award you um, a minion, a little shark minion, <laughs> and ten thousand points award you the mount. I have the highest I've reached is I think seven thousand one hundred so far. Um, 
you work together as a group, as a raid, to catch uh, the fish in the way that um, all your achievements are added up. And when one person catches a spectrum, the right spectral fish to pop the spectral special event thing. Mm -hmm. um, everyone participates in it, obviously, because oh. it's a aura, basically, that, that uh, pops up around the ship. But it doesn't matter who, who catches that fish. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really... Uh, I'm really into to ocean fishing. <laughs> I can see. Um, yeah. I've just created, um, I'm just in the process of creating a third character now because, uh, yeah, I see that my, my Lara fell is at the end of her fishing uh, trip, so I need a new character to fish with. So I need a new I need a new character so I can continue fishing. Um, Constrax, um, can you move the cursor off my face? <laughs> I went to mute myself when I coughed when I coughed and I didn't realize the where the cursor went. <laughs> I just happened to notice it. Yes. Well, that sounds very interesting, and uh, I'm looking forward to trying fishing myself. <laughs> yeah, you only need to reach level 10. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I'm that, at level uh, 4 if I don't stop dying. <sighs> yeah, if you, if you get, uh, if you do, your, once you finish your level 10 mm. uh, class quest, uh, you unlock your your uh, the ability to create or to no not to create to learn other classes. Okay. On the on your on your character, and that's when you can then uh, learn fishing. All right. Thanks. And it's a it's a really fun story. The fishing story is really fun. The two Lala fells that that are uh, the guild master and the uh, associate guild master. They're really <laughs> CC Poo is really really cute. The, the associate guild master uh, of the of the fishing guild. She's always annoyed of the of the guild master that he doesn't really care. He's just out on the dock and yeah, and leaving all the work to her. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, so that's basically yeah, so again as I said with the with the is it? With with the ocean fishing, 
you have the, the idea that you can um, you can really go and 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 level quite fast. Um, Sounds like it. And independently, because you don't really need anything else. Um, as I said before, Aprilian, if uh, you can go and and buy the gear that you need. Right. Um. So you don't really you don't really need uh, some of the abilities. All you need is basically cast and reel in uh, the uh, and then obviously uh, assign the bait. Uh, so those three buttons are all you need. If you go every what twenty levels, you go and and uh, buy uh, buy the the gear, the upgrades okay. that you need, and you can you can use you can use the gear later for your other gatherers because they all share all gatherers share the same gear. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. So. To know. It doesn't. It does. There's no armor type or anything within the gathering within the, the um, uh, within the gathering classes. So you don't have to consider it a waste of of of, of items if you just uh, say, "Oh yeah, I'm." going to do it every 20 levels and then I'm going to throw it away. No, you don't have to do that. Mm. The only thing that you always have to upgrade uh, by yourself, obviously, is your your weapon. In this case, your tool. Um, your, your fishing rod, your, your mining pick and all that. That obvi obviously you cannot share. Um, because that determines your 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 class. Uh, so, but but everything but but that is uh, is shareable. All right. And that's been my week. Excellent. Uh, I just wanted to close with a shout out to Lost Cause or Lacaluzo, who sent me a lot of nice pets. And just in Ooh. time for uh, pet battle week, so I'm going to be doing a lot of pet battling this week. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That's very nice of you. And a shout out to Kyle, wherever you are. I know you're busy, but we look forward to uh, hearing from you. One last comment, if I may. Okay. About... Um, and that just came to me when you when you said uh, pet battling mm. and leveling. Apparently, the price for ultimate battle stones is going to be slashed oh. quite significantly in nine one five. I think they cost sixty at the moment. Uh, I think. 
if I remember correctly, they're going to down down to thirty-five. So that would be quite a significant uh, improvement for people that want to level pets. Yeah. Um, because 35 pet charms is uh, not that much anymore, considering that uh, both BFA and Shadowlands share currency. Right. So, I just wanted to to mention that real quick. Um, now that you talked about it, and I, it just I didn't, it, it uh, I didn't think about it, but uh, yeah. Again, shout out to Kyle. Thank you. We look forward to your next blast from the past. And uh, thanks for everybody who joined us in the chat room. If you have any questions or <laughs> anything else that you want to add, uh, please let us know. JC Gamer says you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, JC Gamer. That's the Lost Cause. Oh, oh, JC Gamer is Lost yes. Cause. Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week, same time. This is a brilliant for the horde. This is constructs for those uh, lost uh, figurines in Hoodoo. This is Big Grand Higgis, Rule of Acquisition, number 19. Satisfaction is not guaranteed. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, chat room. Bye, Bye chat, chat room. room. Thank you very much for being here. <laughs>